0: Amazing, phenomenal new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out MK Hughes. He's a talented artist and designer with a background in theater arts, set, and prompt design. You should check out his custom paintings. Artwork is now available exclusively at her online, at her official website, mkhughes.com. And follow her on social media and on her official pay- Facebook page and Instagram, both listed on her website, mkhughes.com. Her work makes great gifts, home decor, and more. Check out the website. We're going to give it to you one more time here. M K H U G H E S. That's mkhughes.com. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. As a sergeant in the Belgian Armed Forces, I'm trying to reach his goal to remember the fallen heroes of both world wars. Taking most money out of my own paycheck. I am looking. If there are still people who care about these heroes, the money will go towards a staff car, gas, and flowers for my visits to the cemeteries all over Central Europe. Using the staff car on events to give shelter to the new heroes. Still alive on the harsh weather conditions on some events if i raise more money than my goal it will help to get to further places can do this for years to come i want to thank all persons who haven't forgotten the price they paid 75 and 100 years ago go to gofundme.com slash f slash ww dash fallen dash heroes dash remembered or go to g o f u n d m e dot c-o-m search WW fallen heroes remembered and tell them you heard about it here transmedia worldwide give them some of your hard-earned money today check out this incredible new marketing partner with us today at transmedia worldwide gf.me slash u slash x9 ck38. That's right. Donate to help a single mom make her dreams of owning an organic skin care line come true. Go over there to GoFundMe.com. That's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M. Or go to gf.me slash U slash the letter X, the number 9, the letter C, the letter K, the number 3, and the number 8, and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. GoFundMe.com slash 1WSC. 6-8-I-S-5-C uh, that's right. Check it out today. It is an incredible new GoFundMe campaign. We're adopting from Eastern Europe and seeking donations to adopt three children. Currently in an orphanage, we need to get the word out so we can get the donations needed to bring these kids home. I appreciate any help we can get to show the world there are still great people in the world trying to change it. We want to focus on what leads here to the adoption world and why these children touch my heart. They are HIV positive, heart defects, brain Malformations. They are sibling group. Ages three, six, and thirteen. Go to g o f u n d m e dot c o m slash the number one w the number seven s the number six the number eight letter i s number five c and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia worldwide. Help out the kids today. Give them some of your hard-earned money right now. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live on the Sunday radio broadcast each and every Sunday. You can find us on the Tuesdays at The Mix if you miss us live. You can also find us each and every day at dot rcom We have got a brand new marketing partner we want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new GoFundMe campaign. Go over to GoFundMe.com. Search Help Fun. My gynoplasty surgery. That's right. AJ is 24. Hasn't uploaded a video or a picture because he doesn't want to show his face. as He's highly embarrassed and disgusted at himself in the personal moment. He can't explain what it's like to have gynocastia. It's a horrible on many different levels. It's sore, painful, embarrassing. It's taken over his entire life. In many ways, it's gotten to the point where he doesn't have a life. He can't take his clothes off in front of people. He can't wear T-shirts because it's embarrassing how it looks. He needs to isolate himself, and he doesn't want to go to social situations. So we need you to help him out today. Go over to GoFundMe.com. Search Help Fund My Gynoplastia Surgery. And we'll spell this for you. H-E-L-P, F-U-N, M-Y. G Y N E C O M A S T I A surgery. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia worldwide. Let's help out this guy that's got bitch tits. Let's help him out today. Okay. Let's do this. Welcome back to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast, coast to coast border to border We are going to go to Olympia LaPointe here in just a few moments, the uh, great Olympia LaPointe. And uh, we're going to get her on and uh, get her out of here. I can move on. But, uh... <laughs> Preston Coleman was supposed to call us. Preston Coleman is... Nowhere to be found, so we are going to go to Olympia LaPointe. She is going to join us here in just a few moments, and uh, she, of course, is the rocket scientist, the author, entertainer, founder of Answers Unleashed. Uh, You can get more information online at AnswersUnleashed.com, and Olympia LaPointe is going to join us here in just a few moments here on our big program. and. Creston Coleman, of course, nowhere to be found. Of course, it's a Thursday, so we, we, we will have guests who will show up, and then we will have guests who will vanish, and uh, it, it, then we'll have people trying to get in ahead of other people. Like we just had Moss B, the, the rapper from Sierra Leone, who uh, apparently doesn't understand time zones or read his own email. So uh, he... Uh, <laughs> He, uh, he jumped all over our uh, our guest here, Olympia LaPointe, and as I look over at my cell phone, I've got someone who's trying to jump on Olympia LaPointe's times here. So uh, we're going to go ahead and go to Olympia LaPointe. She is uh, with us today, and uh, Olympia, it's, it's a Thursday. I got all sorts of people who... They, 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 they want to steal other people's times. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a dentist's office. How are oh, you? Oh,
1: do you know what? Thank you so much. I always enjoy being on your show, and you do an amazing job. I look forward to being on your show every single week. Thank you so much.
0: Well, uh, Olympia, what do you have for us today? You, you, you've always got all sorts of bright, positive things to say. Uh, you're always dressed like a supermodel. So, uh, so, so, So talk to us about what you have for us today, my friend.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you. I, I love giving positive news during a pandemic time and that's what we're all in. And the great news is that science and innovation continues even during a pandemic time and actually it is enhanced. Today's topic is about Mary Jackson. Now, if you do not know, Mary Jackson is an, well, was an African-American engineer, mathematician for NASA. She was a part of the American space race that helped land the first man on the moon for the United States back in 1969. And she was the first African-American at NASA, hired at NASA, and one of the first African-Americans and one of the first women at NASA. And she was instrumental in bringing in Katherine Johnson. Now you saw the movie Hidden Figures. Katherine Johnson as well as Mary Jackson were a part of the Hidden Figures Women who were responsible for helping the United States win the space race. Well there is great news. NASA recently introduced a new building. It is on Hidden Figures Way in Washington DC. NASA has named its building after Mary Jackson and this is a huge deal Because Mary Jackson was working at NASA before civil rights movements happened and she was at the forefront of bringing technology and innovation in to the organization that helped us even use our basic like uh, internet that we're using right now. Her mathematics helped with that. So NASA has named its D.C. headquarters after Mary Jackson to commemorate innovation here in the United States. So that's some good news.
0: That's awesome. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. Olympia LaPointe joins us. She joins us each and every week to uh, discuss some of the different uh, technology issues, some of the different things going on. So uh, this this naming with, with Mary Jackson and everything... Um, Give me a little bit more details on this. Why is this such a big deal?
1: Well, this is such a big deal uh, for several reasons. One... Uh, we are all seeing a need for understanding diversity and how diversity has impacted and helped the entire United States grow, especially with all the different protests that have been out uh, for the last couple of weeks with people sh- trying to show that black lives matter, people's lives matter. It doesn't matter if you're or black or, or Latino or, or Native American, your life matters. Uh, and so what NASA decided to do is use its, its platform to identify that science and technology can be uh, developed by anyone and everyone. And the people who were instrumental in helping develop NASA to its state where it is right now were people who were not necessarily recognized during that time period. And that time period was dealing with segregation between black and white individuals or, or uh, uh, white and non-white individuals. And it was also dealing with uh, the fact that women were not necessarily used to being in the workplace. And so now in 2020, NASA chose to use this time to indicate that women, as well as minorities can contribute to space in such a profound way that it can alter the future. And so this this necessarily, this naming, if you will, of the Mary Jackson headquarters is a sign that innovation is timeless. We can innovate in what we do right now and our decisions right now with technology not only affects today, but it actually can affect years down the line, even after uh, someone goes and goes to heaven, if you will. That that process of innovation lives far beyond that the person that they created, and so that gives the entire United States uh, and people across the world a mission to recognize that innovation is something that lives on, and it is something to be honored, and it's something that is. Uh, measurable in many fam- in many ways specifically in the headquarters of the NASA building.
0: That's awesome. We have got Olympia Lapointe with us today. She joins us live here in a broadcast. Each and every week we chat with Olympia Lapointe and uh, so tell us a little bit more about this uh, some of these launches because she helped to launch several missions into space.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. Now anyone that follows NASA history knows it's a process to launch vehicles into space and not all go successfully. And the mathematics that is used to launch vehicles into space is used in various areas. Number one, it's used with being able to construct the engine itself. And, and Mary Jackson was really a uh, a breaking mathematician. When I remember uh, studying her work, her work specifically dealt with understanding how wind flows and patterns work. She used mathematics in the aspect of chaos theory. Now, chaos theory wasn't even developed until 1980s, but she was actually developing concepts of how wind patterns moved and could fly in 1960. This was actually 20 years before the uh, development of a, a type of mathematical approach called chaos theory was created. So Mary Jackson created the mathematical approach for how things are supposed to fly with different wind patterns hitting against it. She was able to determine wow. different type of movements and configurations of engines that would break through wind patterns, so there would be enough thrust to be able to do Holy to smokes. propel the engine into outer space.
0: <laughs> that is awesome.
1: Yeah, she was. She was. Uh, oh, I can't use the word that it, where it says it starts with uh, B and then ends with S, and it's like she was like, well, really yeah, she was, she was."
0: So, uh, Olympia, But before we let you go, how do we uh, find you online, get your stuff, buy your books, everything?
1: Great news. Uh, I create these uh, online lectures, and there's complimentary uh, online lectures available for you to watch at AnswersOnLeash.com. And I am excited because this month we are creating the online subscription aspect to our AnswersOnLeash.com, as well as Mathophobia.com. Any parents who are interested in teaching their kids mathematics during this break of staying at home in isolation to make sure that we're all safe, any parent that wants to secure their safety for their child are able to go to uh, mathaphobia.com, which is an online educational resource that I'm providing online math lessons for parents who want to teach their kids at home.
0: Amazing, phenomenal new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out MK Hughes. He's a talented artist and designer with a background in theater arts, set, and prop design. You should check out his custom paintings. Artwork is now available exclusively at her online, at her official website, mkhughes.com. And follow her on social media and on her official pay- Facebook page and Instagram, both listed on her website, MKHughes.com. Her work makes great gifts. Home decor and more. Check out the website. We're gonna give it to you one more time here. M K H U G H E S. Dot com that's mkhughes.com and tell them you heard about it here transmedia worldwide An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. As a sergeant in the Belgian Armed Forces, I'm trying to reach his goal to remember the fallen heroes of both world wars. Taking most money out of my own paycheck. I am looking. If there are still people who care about these heroes, the money will go towards a staff car, gas, and flowers for my visits to the cemeteries all over Central Europe. Using the staff car on events to give shelter to the new heroes. Still alive on the the harsh weather conditions on some events. If I raise more money than my goal, it will help to get to further places. Can do this for years to come. I want to thank all persons who haven't forgotten the price they paid seventy five and a hundred years ago. Go to GoFundMe.com, slash F, slash WW fallen, heroes, remembered, or go to G O F U N D M E dot com, search. WW Fallen Heroes Remembered, and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Give them some of your hard earned money today. Check out this incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. GF.me slash U slash X9CK38. That's right. Donate to help a single mom make her dreams of owning an organic skin care line come true. Go over there to GoFundMe.com. That's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M. Or go to gf.me slash U slash the letter X, the number 9, the letter C, the letter K, the number 3, and the number 8, and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. GoFundMe.com/slash1WSC. 68IS5C. Uh, That's right. Check it out today. It is an incredible new GoFundMe campaign. We're adopting from Eastern Europe and seeking donations to adopt three children. Currently in an orphanage, we need to get the word out so we can get the donations needed to bring these kids home. I appreciate any help we can get to show the world there are still great people in the world trying to change it. We want to focus on what leads here to the adoption world and why these children touch my heart. They are HIV positive, heart defects, brain. Malformations. They are sibling group. Ages three, six, and thirteen. Go to g o f u n d m e dot c o m slash the number one w the number seven s the number six the number eight letter i s Number five, C, and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia, worldwide. Help out the kids today. Give them some of your higher-earned money right now.
1: As and well as I am developing today, the, the Answers Unleashed subscription Go over to package gofundme. so you can find out all about these different app app educational w- videos. Dash and and dash the latest one in which we are dash dash going dash dash to dash be having for you available is about Implicit Bias. And, and so at AnswersUnleashed.com, later on in the next week, we're going to actually have the video subscription package as well. As well as get on Mathophobia.com, the video subscription cars. package to educate people in science, technology,
0: engineering, and math. Using a laptop in advance to get Well, Olympia, I, three I three appreciate I you making time, and uh, on the we will talk if to you, you next week. Thank than you, my gold, friend. I will get it to the it is a pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate it, my friend. There she goes. She is fantastic, Olympia LeBoeuf.
1: Go over to GoFundMe.com. Search here. W.W. The Magic of the Old Hero. Skip Skybar. Skip Skybar.
0: And, uh, we are gonna take a timeout, and when we come back, we have got, I think we found Preston Coleman. I think we found him, and we're gonna go find him and get him on.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. We are going to attempt to call Preston Coleman back. And we are going to get him on with this. We're going to call him on Skype because it'll be better audio for me. It'll be better audio for him. And hopefully this all works. We will see what happens here. See what happens. We'll see if Preston Coleman will pick up the horn. We'll see what happens. Preston, Welcome can you go hear go me? How are you, my friend? How are you? I'm very well. How are you, Jiggy? Pretty good, actually. We have got a great guest joining us today here on our broadcast. Preston Coleman is with us. He is a uh, very interesting individual. Uh, a little behind the scenes here. Um, I, of course, am a subscriber to the Talkers Magazine uh, newsletter, and uh, they have a section on their website for uh, talk hosts to uh, find guest interviews and everything. And a lot of these people that they have on there, you know, I, I, a lot of them are hacks. <laughs> They're glad um, You said that they, they, they are. A lot of them are hacks. However, one who is not a hack and is the reason why he's with us today is Mister Preston Coleman. How are you, sir?
2: I'm very well, and thank you for that. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see.
0: <laughs> <a> <laughs> no i 'll tell you i i I've, I've, I've read up on you i i, I read your pitch i I've, I've seen all this all this different stuff and you are uh phenomenal uh first of all tell us a little bit on your background and then we'll get into the topic here well i'm a a relatively
2: boring college professor <laughs> and about about thirty years ago um I started writing some political satire. Uh, I've written satires about uh, Reagan, uh, the first Bush, uh, and the Clintons. And um, for a long while, uh, I wrote for local print media, a local newspaper column in Athens, Georgia, where I went to to college. That's awesome. Uh, Fast fast forward, and in 2004, uh, I got online, Belatedly, and started a new satire site called realstupidnews.com. It's basically news <laughs> awesome. new satire with links to the actual news. And I, I still write news satire a little bit at my website, uh, prestoncoleman.com. So uh, about three years and eight months ago tomorrow, when President Trump got elected, I said, it's time to start writing satire again. <laughs> and I started out with yes. um, something called Trump Wiki Bio. It was going to be a biography that anybody could contribute to, like, like Wikipedia. And I started writing some things about religion, and I realized that I think to really understand President Trump, you have to look at his, his character and his morals. And the idea burst into my head that I could write a, a lost gospel, A lot of lost Gospels have been found through the years. So what if there was a guy named, oh, I don't know, Donald of Gaul, who actually met John the Baptist and Jesus and thought that they were magicians and wanted to hire them for his hospitality empire? And, of course, Jesus had loftier ambitions. And so the book is really about Donald of Gaul following Jesus around and trying to get him to come on board as a performer. And Donald of Gaul just doesn't get it. Everything that happens, it's a miracle. He thinks it's a magic trick. And so that, that's where a lot of his humor comes from. So
0: that's what... That's what well, I'll tell you, there, there is... You know, one of the things that, that I said when, uh, when when Trump got elected was, well, will he be the guy that he built himself up to be, or will he not be... And so far, uh, he's a wrestling promo. That's pretty much what he is. Uh, he can well, he can go out he can go out and cut a mean promo, man. He can he can bury all sorts of people. But uh, when it comes to actually getting things done a certain way, he doesn't know what he's doing. You <laughs> I know, hate
2: to say it. I have a little metaphor a metaphor for that.
0: Yes. Like, you, you,
2: you go to hear a symphony orchestra, and you've got 120 instruments, and they're all tuning up. And you're ready to hear a, a symphony. And then a construction worker walks up to the podium, and it, the construction worker is trying to conduct the symphony. He's, let's just say he's got a shovel. He yes. doesn't know how to conduct a symphony. And to me, that's sort of Donald Trump with, with the federal government. It's an incredibly complex thing. And I think he's great at branding. He's certainly great at branding and he knows how to reach the public and to speak in public. but as as far as actually running the government, it's like a construction worker trying to conduct a symphony orchestra.
0: yeah I, I i I think when he original when when he originally got in there and he was gonna do this presidential thing, I think he thought it was just gonna be like. You know, running a business, he was going to have several people oversee things, he was going to go do things, he was going to, you know, say we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and and it all was going to work. And at the end of the day, I think he realized that there's a lot of people that are involved in the government that people don't really know about, (laughs) and they kind of run things. Uh, you know, I, I know at one point he wanted to do, and this was just in the first week, he wanted to do something where him and he was going to get with a bill that Bernie Sanders had authored, where they were going to um, buy d- drugs cheaply from Canada, and then immediately he turned tail and wasn't supporting that anymore. And I'm like, well, yes, because the pharmaceutical industry told him you can't do that. <laughs> so there's and and then at one point and I don't know if if, if you've ever touched on touched on this or, or know anything about this uh, I believe it was the first week uh, towards the end of the first week uh, he told everybody that this sucked and he was leaving and they said I, I, I never heard that. that they were like that's not quite how this works
2: and well, my. my <laughs> My Pence ran the state of Indiana. He, he had, a, had a government. I think that might have been very good for the country if that had happened.
0: Uh, it, it, it was a weird deal because he, uh, he, towards the end of the first week, he, he was like, well, I want to do this, 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 and this. And they're like, no, no, no. And he's like, okay, well, then I'm leaving. And they're like, mm, that's not how this works. What? <laughs> I have
2: I have a feeling that Trump is sort of 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 two minds right now. Part of him is very competitive and loves the power and loves the attention and would love to get reelected. I think there's a big part of him that's kind of self sabotaging. He just he oh, just seems, as we're getting down towards, yes. towards the finish line, he just seems to be kind of imploding. And I wonder if in his own mind he's thinking. Uh, you know, maybe I just need to consolidate my base, and when I leave, I can have a big media empire. And I don't want this job for another four years. I tell you one thing: I wouldn't want that job for anything. I've well, most people have no clue the pressure and in, in, in the workload that must go on.
0: Yes, and uh, and I and I think that is, I think that also is is part of the issue. Is that I think he, uh, like I said, I think he got in there and thought, hey. Um we're gonna, you know, do this, that, and the other, and we're gonna make all these things happen. And I think he realized, oh, I can't make any of this stuff happen. It's it's sort of um, I'll, I always point to the uh, to the Republicans when they ran on, we're gonna appeal Obamacare. And they went through yeah. all these things. We're gonna appeal Obamacare and they got all these people excited. And everybody got in there, and then they went, "Oh, we can't really do that." <laughs> well, yeah,
2: there's an awful lot of people yeah, yeah. that would not have been happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So they had a Republican House and Senate for two years yes. to get it done. Yes. And then when the Democrats took over the House of Representatives, they started saying, "Well, how dare these these Democrats in the House?" keep us from repealing obamacare yes is that they have that had two years <laughs> of controlling both houses to do it it's, it's just so much um there's so much bs from both sides yes. from both parties and there's so much bs in the media that sometimes you just want to throw your hands up and, and my attitude is well if the world's going to hell in a handbasket at least i'm enjoying the ride <laughs> you missed it and and why not just laugh why not just laugh about it and, I make fun of Democrats. I make fun of Republicans. Uh, well, and, of, and a particularly and, enjoyable target because uh, he's got such a massive ego, and just kind of bringing him down a peg.
0: Well, and, really uh, and and you are you are correct. There are several um, you know people on the Democratic side of things. Uh, I I I sort of hearken back to uh, what Michael Savage used to say. Uh, or it was the Democrats and the republicrats because they were kind of basically yeah. the same thing. Uh
2: it <laughs> what did, what did he always say? He always said language, culture, and there was one more thing. borders. He borders was,
0: borders he, language and culture was always Michael Savage.
2: Yeah, he he was and, he was way, he and Pat Buchanan were way ahead in the, uh, <laughs> in the culture war. Um, I think I think very highly of, of Pat Buchanan. I don't think so highly of, of
0: Michael Savage. Yes. You know. Yes, well, you know what What? what I think is, is great. By the way, we've got Preston Coleman with us today. He's a satirist. He is uh, also available at PrestonColeman.com. And uh, he has been uh, all over the place this, uh, this, this election cycle doing all sorts of uh, writings and uh, great material, and uh, he joins us today here on Skype Audio, and... Uh, Preston, one of the things that that I find so strange about the, I, I like I said earlier, the Democrats and the Republicrats. it you, you've got you've got the Democratic side, which is, uh, you know, they've got this Joe Biden, and they they just did not want Bernie Sanders they didn't want progressive ideas they have been trying to hold off these progressive ideas like nobody's yeah, business that's true. and uh, even to the point where the the other night they had this Colorado primary and the the AOCs and the Bernie Sanders and all these people that could have the, the cavalry, uh, as Jink Uger calls them, they could have rode in and helped some of these progressive candidates. But well, AOC doesn't want to ruin her her average on her voting, uh backing, you know, various folks. And then Bernie, I don't know. I I really liked Bernie Sanders the first time. I think the second time. He just kind of ran out of gas, and I think maybe also he might have been told by a few select people somewhere, hey, you need to kind of slow down a little bit. (laughs) We want a a revolution, we just don't want that one. Well, that
2: too. And to slow you down. That too. I'm not a, a terribly religious person, but when the Democrat Party almost overnight kind of rejected the extremists, the far left, in favor of the moderate, I can't explain that. I mean, if you want to explain it by Democrat intelligence and in moderation, it's hard to to accept. So I, it's almost as if God reached down and said, okay, <laughs> we're going to give it to Joe. And I really think that if Sanders had run against Trump, we would have had far left against far right. Oh, I've and always wanted that. In the middle, would have been turned off and just would not have voted. It would have gotten... So ugly as it is, I think that the Democrats have taken the middle. And I think Trump's chances are very, very, very slim now because the Democrats made this 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 wise choice. And I like Biden. I'm, I'm you know I'm realistic. I, I, his his campaign his campaign slogan should be the safe candidate or something, something like that.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: And I actually wrote a I wrote a, a new satire piece. Um, it says, our world's religions label Biden versus Trump, a stark moral choice between pretty good and evil. <laughs> and that's just kind of, you know, Joe's just kind of Joe, average Joe, working class Joe. Uh, I think, he, I think he's, he's, he's got a very, very good chance of winning in November. And he's not going to be around for two terms. I think even he would acknowledge that. No. Hopefully we can get some healing and we can kind of take a lot of this ugliness and extremism and division that's been stoked so badly by both sides, but especially, I think, by the president in the last four years and and maybe get our country back to some semblance of, of unity.
0: Well, Joe Biden, when he... Oh, I don't know when this was. Probably, I would say, right after... Or probably when, probably when, when Bush's second term, Biden would go around and do a lot of radio and a lot of TV appearances, and he was really fiery, and he was a no nonsense kind of guy, and and there was a lot of cool things he was saying and doing, and I thought, man, that would be cool to have that guy as the president, but now yeah. over the. Amazing, phenomenal new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out MK Hughes. He's a talented artist and designer with a background in theater arts, set, and prompt design. You should check out his custom paintings. Artwork is now available exclusively at her online, at her official website, mkhughes.com. And follow her on social media and on her official pay- Facebook page and Instagram, both listed on her website, mkhughes.com. Her work makes great gifts, home decor, and more. Check out the website. We're going to give it to you one more time here. M K H U G H E S. Dot com that's mkhughes.com and tell them you heard about it here transmedia worldwide an incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. As a sergeant in the Belgian Armed Forces, I'm trying to reach his goal to remember the fallen heroes of both world wars. Taking most money out of my own paycheck, I am looking. If there are still people who care about these heroes, the money will go towards a staff car, gas, and flowers for my visits to the cemeteries all over Central Europe. Using the staff car on events to give shelter to the new heroes. Still alive on the the harsh weather conditions on some events. If I raise more money than my goal, it will help to get to further places, can do this for years to come. I want to thank all persons who haven't forgotten the price they paid 75 and 100 years ago. Go to GoFundMe.com slash F slash WW dash fallen dash heroes dash remembered or go to G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M search ww fallen heroes remembered and tell them you heard about it here transmedia worldwide give them some of your hard-earned money today check out this incredible new marketing partner with us today at transmedia worldwide gf.me u slash x9 ck38. That's right. Donate to help a single mom make her dreams of owning an organic skin care line come true. Go over there to GoFundMe.com. That's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M. Or go to gf.me slash U slash the letter X, the number 9, the letter C, the letter K, the number 3, and the number 8, and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide an incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. GoFundMe.com slash one W S C 6-8-I-S-5-C. Uh, that's right. Check it out today. It is an incredible new GoFundMe campaign. We're adopting from Eastern Europe and seeking donations to adopt three children. Currently in an orphanage. We need to get the word out so we can get the donations needed to bring these kids home. I appreciate any help we can get to show the world there are still great people in the world trying to change it. We want to focus on what leads here to the adoption world and why these children touch my heart. They are HIV positive, heart defects, brain Malformations. They are sibling group ages 3, 6, and 13. Go to G O F U N D M E dot com slash the number one W the number seven S the number six the number eight letter I S number five C and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia worldwide. Help out the kids today. Give them some of your higher earned money right now. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide, gibbsandgo.com. Your free Christian crowdfunding site has raised awareness, homeless lives matter. This project has been organized by Charles Purcell. They need your help. Charles S. Purcell III third. Temporarily homeless man living in Washington, D.C. He's also a homeless advocate. In March of 2015, when he became homeless, the Lord laid it on his heart to fight for those less fortunate and to raise awareness from homelessness along with educating people on the real causes that lead to a person becoming homeless rather than the misconceptions that are believed. You can help these folks by going to sendgo.com. Slash homeless united. That's G I V E S E N D G O dot com slash homeless united. Help them out today. They need your help. Thank you for your support. The first step in the process will eventually end up with an affordable housing and services needed to help people stay housed and end chronic homelessness. I hope we can count on your support. This is a problem we can solve if everyone just does their little bit. Mountains can be moved with mustard seed faith. Check it out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Give them some of your hot-earned money today. Years. You know, he's he's had some, some declines, obviously, because everybody, you know, you know, it, it, it's just like the, the great professional wrestling announcer, Jim Ross, says, um, Father Time is undefeated. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it, it gets everybody. And uh, I just think about Joe Biden now when he, some of the stuff I, I remember seeing back in the day was really good. And some of the stuff now, some of these weird gaffes and some of these things that he does. But at the same time... I also think about, like with Trump, Trump, Trump's not really running the country either. He's got he's got folks around him that are running it. I I just hope that Biden would surround himself with people who wouldn't be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I I, I know I know that's far fetched. <laughs> maybe
2: even put a Republican or two on his cabinet. Wouldn't that be good for the country? Well, but, and, you know, Jim Ross, Jim Ross really was the greatest. I'm from Georgia, and you, you might have heard of Gordon Sully.
0: Yes, the the dean of professional wrestling. The dean, exactly. So I grew up
2: with Gordon Sully, but Jim Ross is probably the best. And I'm sure you've seen Trump shaving Vincent Man's head. Oh, on, yes, on yes.
0: I, I just think it's great that, uh, in fact, the other day... Um, One of of my good friends who fights for Bellator and and is getting ready to do this bare-knuckle nonsense, but uh, Dave the Caveman Rickles put put something out about Trump, and he was like, he should do pro wrestling. And I'm like, "Eh, he kind of (laughs) did. And I had to enlighten him onto uh, various video clips of of, of Trump doing pro wrestling. Uh, We have got... uh, Preston Coleman with us today. He's a satirist. He joins us today here in our program. Um, so where, where so, so can people... Jim, if, if yeah, go ahead. Say, jump in um, there.
2: In my book, The Lost Gospel of Donald? Yes. He actually explains... It's written first person from Donald of Gaul's point of view. He actually explains how he has this, this friend, and I use the the old Irish name for the man. I can't even pronounce it. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> who runs the gladiatorial conference, and how this McMahon guy uh, took Donald McGill under his wing and taught him how to create a persona and how to use a gruff voice and always look aggressive and how to have a big show
0: and
2: just to the T's. and instead of Trump's jet behind him, he has the biggest golden chariot he can have behind him and Donald McGill does these rallies. I honestly think that a lot of trump's success comes from the simplicity and the hyper masculinity of his persona and it it, you know he's got that little little macho man randy savage yes roughness to his voice once in a while He's his chin out his chest out Uh, he he takes absolutely no guff from anybody (laughs) and it's a great persona for professional wrestling
0: it is maybe
2: not the best for leader of the free world (laughs)
0: We have got Preston Coleman with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. So your book, um, what do you want readers to take away from your writing of this great book?
2: Well, first, I just want them to laugh. It's full of, um, I try to take on Trump's speaking pattern. So the whole thing is written. I can hear Alec Baldwin doing Trump, doing the audio book. Alec, if you're listening, (laughs) I'll give you half the profits for the audio (laughs) book if you'll do the audio book. And then I insert, oh, probably 15, 20 times I insert Trump's actual words spoken by Donald of Gaul. So people have told me that as they read the book, they're hearing Trump's voice. And I've actually been told that uh, several Trump supporters have read the book and thought it was funny. Um, maybe I, I missed the mark. I, I was kind of trying to piss them off, but uh, I think most people understand who, who Trump is, what supporters and detractors both. Uh, the other thing is... Um, it's it he was very close to the the gospels so i really tell the story from jesus's conception and birth and baptism by john the baptist and through his ministry and the sermon on the mount and to his trial and crucifixion and resurrection um i want people to really ask themselves what kind of morals do we have as a country what kind of person do we want as a leader And I said earlier, I'm not a terribly religious person, but I think that Jesus' moral philosophy is one of the most powerful things on the planet. And uh, heaven knows we could get back to that more as a country. I think we're we're so materialistic and sort of acquisitive and hyper-competitive and dog-eat-dog that I think we've lost our way. And there's got to be some way to explain how someone like Trump became our president. Because his, his moral character, going back 40 years, is really not not in any doubt. And yet he, he somehow swept up the evangelical vote, the fundamentalist.
0: Well, and that I, is I something I, I find so strange about Trump. And I just laugh every time I see these videos that people put up on YouTube. Where they'll ask him questions like, Hey, what's your favorite Bible verse? And he's like, uh... Well, you know, most of them. Most <laughs> and I'm like, them, he's yeah. never picked up a Bible. <laughs> and dude, some dude, of the things that he does where where he'll he'll just quote random things. Like, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll just throw different things out there. And it's like, you know, dude,
2: <laughs> just admit. Well, <laughs> he's been asked that question. And one time he said... Um, and I, for a long tooth for tooth is my favorite Bible verse. Yeah. Well, Jesus very explicitly said, no, that's not the way to go. <laughs> if someone smites you on the left cheek, you turn the other cheek. And Trump's philosophy is, no, if someone hits me, I hit him back 10, 20 times harder.
0: Yeah.
2: And another time he was asked that, he said, um, "Is a, a verse from Proverbs, the chapter, Never Bend to Envy. And he said, and I quote, he said, I've had that thing all of my life, where people are bending to envy. So he's asked his favorite Bible verse, and he made it about himself, about how people are envious <laughs> of, of him. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> not exactly what the New Testament is about. He's much more of an Old Testament guy. And I understand that a lot of evangelicals are more Old Testament and see him as being sent by God and being a strong man that could fix things. Uh, if that's the case, um, I think God needs a better PR man. Yes,
0: he's yes. A resources person. <laughs> well, as we wrap up here with you, Preston, how do people buy your book and get involved with you and everything else?
2: Well, uh, I've got two last names, and it's hard to remember my name. So uh, a reviewer called me the king of satire. Wow. I wish I had some horns, like some hip Gate horns to play right now. He called, uh, she called me the king of satire. So I went and bought kingofsatire.com. And kingofsatire.com directs to my my website. PrestonColeman.com, kingofsatire.com, either way.
0: Fantastic. And you'll
2: see there, uh, one of the tabs on the top says Books. And I have the two books that are out right now uh, linked to there. And um, they're reviews. there's a description, the cover, of course. And when you scroll down, you'll see links to Amazon, uh, Books A Million, Barnes & Noble, wherever they're available. Fantastic. So it's really easy to find. And in fact, uh, starting today, um, my satire on the Clintons is called Those Arkansas Bumpkins. And it's available uh, as an Amazon Kindle book. And from July 2nd through July 6th, over the 4th of July holiday, I'm giving it away for free. And it's worth at least $0, I think. Probably a little bit more, certainly not any less. <laughs> so if you go to kingofsatire.com And click on books You'll see the Arkansas or those Arkansas bumpkins And if you have Kindle You can get it for free And it's a satire about um, Billy Bumpkin The mayor of Possum Holler, Arkansas And his wife Hilda Hamrod And how uh, Through a series of events That I won't give away He becomes the uh, president of the United States And lives in the White Castle And his hijinks and uh, just to give you a sense, um, Billy Bumpkin, I, I know that you—I know you do—you interview porn stars and things like that.
0: Yes, yes, well, indeed. The,
2: the book is based, is built on uh, dick jokes.
0: Fantastic. Uh, Billy
2: Bumpkin's dick leans thirty degrees to the left, <laughs> but <laughs> it's inhabited by a gremlin. The subtitle is "A Gremlin in His Goober." And so uh, he doesn't realize that it bends to the left. And so as his administration goes on, um, at some point the word gets out and there's a little incident with a a stain on a dress and so forth and, um, he doesn't realize it. So he he finally steps out in front of the white castle in front of all the media and the protesters and he,
1: you know,
2: he whips it out and says, see, straight as an arrow. Then everybody starts laughing because it's not straight as an arrow, um, it, the the book's actually not quite that silly and shallow. There's a little there's a real critique of that administration, um, but you know if if you have a second, I could read you what happens when when that when he does that.
0: Yes, go 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 ahead because okay. because uh, we we we've got to get this going because I got our next guest calling us like crazy. But yes, l- let's okay. go jump in there. Jump in there, my friend.
2: So just have to imagine he he steps out in front of all these people and and. I'm going to read right from the book now. Last, Billy pulled down his drawers with his thumbs and out plopped his crooked cock. See there, he trumpeted. It's just like I've been saying. I'm as straight as an arrow. Holy cow, everyone thought, but no one said a word. In fact, it was dead silent. People began casting sidelong glances to see what others were doing. How are you supposed to address the President's Jiminy, they asked themselves. And is it just me, or is he really, really bent? Meanwhile, the presidential twig dangled between the presidential berries, its 30 degree bend visible to all but its possessor. Everybody suffered through a few more awkward moments. Through it all, President Bumpkin stood proudly displaying the evidence, confident in the delusion that his goober was perfectly straight. Finally, after what seemed like an hour, a nearsighted little boy near the back of the crowd. Perched atop his father's shoulders and wearing the most darling, oversized spectacles you ever saw, cried out in a voice as shrill and clear as the solemn call of a silver clarion, "Look, Ma! He's bent! He's bent!" And that released the floodgates. He has a twisted twig braid, one onlooker.
0: There's a. He- Amazing, phenomenal new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out M.K. Hughes. He's a talented artist and designer with a background in theater arts, set, and prompt design. You should check out his custom paintings. Artwork is now available exclusively at her online at her official website, mkhughes.com. And follow her on social media and on her official pay- Facebook page and Instagram, both listed on her website, mkhughes.com. Dot com her work makes great gifts home decor and more check out the website we're going to give it to you one more time here m k h u g h e s dot com that's m k and tell them you heard about it here transmedia worldwide An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. As a sergeant in the Belgian Armed Forces, I'm trying to reach his goal to remember the fallen heroes of both world wars. Taking most money out of my own paycheck, I am looking. If there are still people who care about these heroes, the money will go towards a staff car, gas, and flowers for my visits to the cemeteries all over Central Europe. Using the staff car on events to give shelter to the new heroes. Still alive on the harsh weather conditions on some events if i raise more money than my goal it will help to get to further places can do this for years to come i want to thank all persons who haven't forgotten the price they paid 75 and a 100 years ago go to gofundme.com slash f slash ww dash fallen dash heroes dash remembered or go to g o f u n d m e dot c-o-m search WW, Fallen Heroes Remembered, and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Give them some of your hard earned money today. Check out this incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. GF.me slash U slash X9CK38. That's right, donate to help a single mom make her dreams of owning an organic skin care line come true. Go over there to GoFundMe.com. That's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M. Or go to gf.me slash U slash the letter X, the number nine, the letter C, the letter K, the number three, and the number eight, and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. GoFundMe.com slash 1WSC. 6-8-I-S-5-C uh, That's right. Check it out today. It is an incredible new GoFundMe campaign. We're adopting from Eastern Europe and seeking donations to adopt three children. Currently in an orphanage. We need to get the word out so we can get the donations needed to bring these kids home. I appreciate any help we can get to show the world there are still great people in the world trying to change it. We want to focus on what leads here to the adoption world and why these children touch my heart. They are HIV positive, heart defects, brain Malformations. They are sibling group ages 3, 6, and 13. Go to G O F U N D M E dot com slash the number one W the number seven S the number six the number eight letter I S number five C and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia worldwide. Help out the kids today. Give them some of your higher earned money right now. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Been talking about these folks all month. We need you to go give them some of your hard-earned money right now. At Please Help My Family Stay Together and Be Healthy. It is a GoFundMe campaign. It is G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M. They have a $30,000 goal and they need to get there. Milton Diaz is 47 years old and his family needs help. They live in New York City, which has been the epicenter of East Coast COVID-19 outbreaks. As a result, he's out of work as his wife, and they're having a hard time putting food on the table and paying the rent. However, this is not the reason for the campaign. We understand this is a common story amongst the families dealing with the pandemic across the world. Their issue is health-related. The wife was diagnosed with severe asthma. She cannot function in New York anymore more. Do the humidity and the pollen as well as the other air quality issues in New York City. Therefore, she and two of the youngest children, 12 and 3, must move back to the Dominican Republic. There, my wife can get treatment and live with a better air quality that can help her asthma improve. Unfortunately, I cannot go with them. I desperately want to be with my two young children, my wife especially, as she deals with these health issues. We're asking for your help. We need to raise the money to move my family and be able to start a business in the Dominican Republic. Any dollar amount will be appreciated. Go over to this great GoFundMe campaign at G.O. F-U-N-D-M-E dot com. Search. Please help my family stay together and be healthy. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmedia, worldwide. Give them some of your hot earned money today. in a day. his hose,
2: boomed another. His wick is out of whack, bawled a third. He's got a goofy goober. But that wasn't all, not by a long shot. A fluky flute, a wavy wand, someone squawked. It's a lopsided flopper. Now that's a screwy Louie, somebody squealed. A deviated dangler. Last came the creme de la creme. He turned his tallywhacker. His member's not in good standing. He has a cockeyed rooster. His pump is catawampus. At that, the throng erupted in laughter as I led a bewildered Billy, his divergent dick still dangling, back into the White Castle. And that's the beginning of the end of the Bumpkin administration. So I'm an equal opportunity satirist. I yes! I take on the left, I yes. take on the right, and when it's appropriate, which is rare, but when it's appropriate, everybody loves a good dick
0: joke. <laughs> well, uh, as we wrap up here with you, my friend, uh, mention the website one more time before we let you go.
2: Kingofsatire.com. Fantastic. Or com, but... Uh, branding, it's what Trump's all about, branding. So, yes. <laughs> yes. King of satire. And let's be real, to close, a king is bigger than a president. Yes. And the world of satire throughout literature and history is so much bigger than one country, even the country as great as ours. So, the king of satire, so much grander and greater than poor President Trump.
0: Well, Preston, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on, my friend.
2: Thank you, Jiggy. You have a good one.
0: Definitely. You too. I'll talk to you soon, man. There he goes, Preston Coleman. And uh, we are going to take a timeout, come back with more on the other side. And uh, we are going to go to Alan. He joins us live here on our program. Uh, Patches of History, Alan K. Pat. Check out the website a.k.patchauthor.com. So, uh, so, Alan, uh, you have got a lot of different things going on. What do you have for us today, my friend? Uh,
3: JD, uh, first of all, great to be back with you again. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to talk today about something that sort of came to my mind as you know we kind of watch events uh, unfurl around uh, the country. And uh, I started thinking about the French Revolution. And I want to talk to you about a, a certain sort of uh, violent street arm of the revolution called the sans culottes. Okay. And uh, I just, I, 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 in, in my segments with you, Jiggy, over all this time, what I like to do is I like to take historical events and uh, maybe the lessons of history and kind of relate it to what's going on in, in our lives. And, uh, you know, I've been doing this for quite a while in the show and I also do it uh, in my novel series. So uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the early days of the French Revolution and what happened.
0: So uh, we have got Alan K. Patch with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. Uh, akpatchauthor.com is the official website. Check out akpatchauthor.com. And so the early uh, onset of the uh, French Revolution is the topic today here on our broadcast and uh, so, Alan, give us a brief history of the French Revolution.
3: Well, listen, uh, you know, uh, the, the French Revolution started, you know, with, with protests and really uh, it uh, pretty much got out of control. And it's interesting, you know, when you look at history and sort of look at these events and start relating it to our own experiences. And, uh, you know, we have protests that are happening for a lot of good reasons, um, but then there's also a certain segment, you know, that's that's bringing, you know, destruction and mayhem. So anyway, I'm going to try to simplify the French Revolution, because it's really a complicated event uh, as much as possible. So by the late 1700s, the common people were kind of in a desperate situation. Uh, you know, there were bad crops, there was famine, so people were hungry. Uh, there was mismanagement and corruption uh, in the royal courts. And, uh, you know, there's a lack of representation in the government also. So the everyday people were kind of driven to desperation. And uh, the attempts to alleviate these conditions didn't work. And uh, at at the same time, you have this kind of movement, which started in the early 1700s, called the Enlightenment period. And that was sort of this ideal that, you know, governments existed, uh, you know, to benefit all the people, not just the few. And so democracy and reason and freedom should be the basis of governments. And the American Revolution kind of inspired the French Revolution. Remember, you know, the French went into debt helping us win our revolution. So that was another part of the cause of this. So by 1789, which is, you know, six years or so after our, after our revolution, the, you know, it, the revolution began in France and they threw out the monarchy and they established a republic. All right. And this new republic got threatened by foreign invasion. So the situation became very fluid and very dangerous. And that's when the people started taking, uh, starting the revolution in their own hands.
0: We have got uh, Alan K. Patch with us today. akpatchauthor.com is the official website. Go over and check out Alan's. Uh, book series. He's got a lot of great books over there. Check out akpatchauthor.com. And uh, Alan joins us today here on our big program. So so tell me who the Suns' coolots were. You know, it's it's interesting. When you go look
3: at this group, uh, they're really sort of a armed, uh, you know, civilian. They're, what happened is, you know, a lot of revolutions end up you know, going with with violence. I mean, just violence happens because that's that's how what drives it sometimes. So the everyday people attacked the nobility, and uh, you know they took the justice into their own hands. these sans culottes, and they they pretty much uh, had the you know they abolished like parliament, and uh, you know they imprisoned lots of people and executed many. But sans culottes really means is that without the culottes, which was sort of a silk uh, short pants that the nobility wore back then. We've kind of seen pictures of those days and they wore those short silk pants. So sans culottes means no culottes, you know, but instead they had kind of their own uniform, which was long pants and a red Liberty cap and, and those wooden clog shoes, which seemed so amazing to me. <laughs> they wore those wooden clog shoes and sort of had their own uniform. And sometimes people would wear the uniform so they couldn't be accused of being the counter-revolutionary and then, you know, thrown in jail or murdered or whatever whatever happened to them. So it's a very uh, trying time for the people as this revolution is getting going, um, but there might be counter-revolutionaries. So which side are you on? And, and sometimes that uh, got you into trouble real fast. So they had their own uniform and you can see pictures of it, uh, you know, if you go online. And, uh, you know, so we need to think about this as we go along our own uh, sort of, you know, uh, changes here. But uh, they executed a great many people by hanging and shooting. And then out, out came out uh, the great instrument of getting rid of your political enemies, which was the guillotine. yeah uh, And the guillotine, I mean, in a couple years, Jimmy, they... I mean, they, I, I think they executed. I don't know, maybe uh, twenty six hundred people in the streets, and wow. maybe uh, you know fifty thousand others, you know, imprisoned and everything. So, uh, you know, an armed militia uh, became very influential.
0: Yeah, the gu- the guillotine is. Uh, we 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 should some some week do uh, <laughs> do do it do a thing on the guillotine because that 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 is a hell of a deal. Uh, so so, Alan, what happened next? Well, uh, you know, they, they became, uh, you know, very influential
3: politically, and eventually they kind of helped to force the execution of King Louis Sixteenth, and eventually, you know, so many months later, his wife, Marie Antoinette, um, we, we've kind of all heard about that, um, actually I go into detail in my new novel about that a bit, but it's it's an interesting period, but they, they were um, executed and, you know, the, the the French Revolution, it kind of, you know, goes back and forth between different factions. Eventually, these sans-culottes, they are kind of, you know, taken out of power and the Jacobin comes in. And there's more deaths and more destruction. And it goes back and forth for a number of years until who comes in and kind of saves the day and establishes order but Napoleon. And that's how he comes into power. He helps to stabilize everything. But shortly thereafter, in a few years, he abolishes, you know, the republic and makes himself emperor. So it's kind of an interesting wow. evolution there, too. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, you really have to kind of pay attention to these things and how they all, because, you know, some of these things have happened before, you know, as we, as we look at our own, you know, we look at history and... And history uh, can sometimes be uh, ignored, it can be not taught, it can be abolished, but you know, history sometimes comes roaring back. And I would say, you know, just as sort of uh, my own little take on history, they say that history repeats itself. Uh, maybe, you know, history rhymes, maybe, but I think it more regurgitates itself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. It is uh, Alan K. Patch with us today. akpatchauthor.com is the official website. Go over to akpatchauthor.com. So uh, what w- w- what do you make of some of the current events and, and different things with, uh, uh, you know, some of these statues and things being taken down? Uh, cause, cause you mentioned, you know, history. Well, you know,
3: um, you know, when, when you look at it, a lot of this, a lot of these protests, the peaceful protests, you know, they, they, they have reasons to be there and we need some reforms. Yeah. Uh, just the violent end of this, uh, is something that we all should be concerned with because that shouldn't, that really shouldn't occur. And, and it needs to be, uh, you know, monitored and watched because we can't have anarchy in the streets. Yeah. You know, we, we are a republic, and we also are a society that's kind of based on the idea that people need to voluntarily restrict their own freedom, All right? We, we, yes. We, that, that's, that's being civil. That's being civil with each other. And, uh, yeah, maybe you can go out and do something, but is that for the good of society? Well, you know, we're, we're just in that period now where, where these ideas are kind of being explored Is where are we going to go from here? But a lot of order are important, and uh, people want to feel safe and secure, yes. and uh, rule of law you know, should, should you know, win the day. Um, I do want to mention that something yes. happened which kind of raised my, uh, you know, when I saw this come across uh, on the Internet, and I saw that a guillotine had been set up in front of just Bezos' house. He's the, uh, you know, the owner and the CEO of, of Amazon yes. in front of his house in Washington, D.C.,
0: Holy you snow. know, and I
3: was kind of like I was thinking about doing this show with you anyway, and then all of a sudden I see this come up, has gone holy mackerel. Um, so it's it's just kind of interesting to look at history and how these things all progress, Chiggy. And uh, so you know, for me, I find this interesting because this new novel that I am going to um, release uh, in a couple months uh, does involve the the past in the in the time of the Napoleonic era in 1815. It starts out the Battle of Waterloo, but it also involves the modern day and our near future, and it kind of involves the Paris Catacombs. So just, it's just kind of all kind of, sort wow. of came together. So anyway, <laughs> I'm talking about this today. Uh, you know, I, that's what I like to do. I like to take these historical events and kind of merge them with some things that I'm seeing come across. And uh, if your listeners are you know kind of interested in what i do uh they can always start with the apollo series which is on amazon and they can it's a box set now by the way they can get the whole uh, whole set but if they just want to start with the first book um i think it's like 99 cents on amazon right now they can just start with passage of delphi get into that
0: series and then uh when they finish pretty shortly i'll i'll have the new one out that's fantastic well uh well alan have yourself a uh good fourth of july weekend and uh i will talk to you next week thank you my friend these are always educational and uh great books as always and uh i'll talk to you next week thank you alan okay Gene. thanks a lot talk to you then appreciate it brother there he goes alan k patch ak you can get more information at patch author are <laughs> well, gonna uh go to our next segment here in a few moments if you're watching us on Facebook thank you if you're watching us on the petoscope thank you as well but Richard Carris is gonna join us interview moments hopefully